Welcome to the five of us. We are five outspoken women with close to 150 years of experience as broadcast journalists. We left our jobs on the very same day and we are dedicated to helping women avoid the many pitfalls common to the workplace. We've heard from hundreds of people recounting tales of woe on the job and we have done the research, we're putting it all in a book and we are here to help. I'm Roma Tori, and along with Kristen Shaughnessy, Janine Ramirez, Vivian Lee, and Amanda Farinacci, we are the five of us. And we are back. <laughs> uh, a friend told me that years ago, as a working mother, she had a very challenging experience with her newborn while trying to carry on at her job. She said at the time she poured her heart out to her father, thinking she was a bad mother compared to all her friends who were telling her their babies all slept well at night and seemed to be perfect angels. Well, my friend's father said, don't you get it? They're all just as miserable as you are, but they're just better liars. <laughs> well, as distressing as it all was for my friend, because that was back in the 90s, consider how much worse it's gotten for working moms today with social media posts insisting that women can have it all and look great in the process while at home, with their kids, on the job, even in the bedroom. And even though we know so much of what is posted on social media is built on lies, women are still feeling the pressure to measure up, and it is taking quite a toll, isn't it, Amanda? I mean, there, there is this e emotional toll that we're all experiencing because we don't compare yeah. to what we're seeing on social media. Yeah, and it's hard. I mean, we all have children, and um, my kids are um, on the younger side, comparatively nine and seven, and I feel like you know, I was, my children were born into this, right? Like, um, as soon as they're born, it's, you get the pictures and then you have, oh, how many comments did you get? How many likes did you get? What is the kid doing? You, know, you can actually look on people's social media um, and you can have a full chronology of a child's life, which is so different too, right? Than like how we had, um, I have like seven pictures from when I was a child. Yeah. <laughs> my children have like, you know. 7,000. 7,000, probably more. And it's like them breathing on the left, them breathing on the right, like it's, you know. Um, and and it, it does create a lot of pressure Sure, I, I have felt it. I, I have girlfriends who have felt it, and it's something we talk about. It's funny that I talk about it with my friends, and my friends are guilty of being the people who post the stuff that make everybody feel pressure. So it's like, mm -hmm. it's, it's because it's become what, what you do now. Um, it does have a psychological and an emotional impact. Um, you've probably seen things like um, the moms who do school lunches. Like, this is a big thing that people talk about, right? It's like, oh, if, did yeah. you get the, the bento box? <laughs> do you have the perfectly cut out star-shaped sandwiches? Oh, did you get your child cucumbers are there carrots sliced in there oh you gave your child something that's not genetically you know non-gmo or what like i'm thinking in my head when i see this i'm like i'm lucky if i have like leftovers from something that i can just <laughs> yeah. shove in a bag yeah. or i can just, you know because it's real life is hard and it's ugly and it's messy what I wind up finding is that I um, I follow more accounts of people who talk about this stuff really realistically. Mm -hmm. But I appreciate that even those things are edited too, right? Like that somebody who's talking about like how crazy their kid is also did it, you know, recorded that several times to get it right, which is fine, I guess. At least there's some truth in it. Anyway, um, 
I think we, we'll, we'll all probably touch upon this, but there are so many articles, uh, scholarly articles about this topic now because people are really starting to look at like what the impact is. Like this is something that can potentially and, and does breed depression. It creates en envy, anxiety, yeah. a negative. It can totally have a negative impact on your mental health, your stress levels. It brings you negative emotions. Um, there's a refinery survey that I saw actually, Viv. There were um, surveying 500 Canadian women. Hmm. Um, of this sample, they were newborn moms, I think like zero, you know, newborn to like, let's say four or five years old. 53% of women surveyed believed what they see on social media is not accurate. But at the same time, 69% of them said they felt they still felt insecure when they saw it. Yeah. So mm -hmm. they know it's nonsense, but it still makes you feel a certain way. Right. And the other part is... Um, that I think is kind of really telling and also really sad is that like almost 25% of the moms surveyed think that everybody else is much happier than they are, mm. right? So you think that everybody else is doing, they know something that you don't. Meanwhile, to your point about your friend with his dad, like we're all just like winging it, right? But it, it's all about that perception and it really does take a toll, right? Like it's social media has like, totally changed the narrative about motherhood, about parenting, about relationships, because you're like, it's it's a tiny snapshot. And even though you're aware of it, you still, it still eats away at you. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. We're also self-involved. And there is this sense that um, we're in a selfie culture. And you know, every time I, I see a selfie on social media, I always think, how many shots did it take before they settled on that particular one? You know, because I mean, I, I, I'm guilty of it just the same. You take a bunch and, and it's like 10 pictures. For every 10, there, maybe there's one that, that you appreciate. Kristen, why, why are we all working so hard to um, live up to an ideal that we know we couldn't possibly attain? Just as just as uh, Amanda was saying, the 69% of us don't really believe the stuff that we read, but we want to we compare ourselves unfavorably to it. There was that former Instagram worker who actually came out and said how much it affects the brain activity. And there was research that showed your brain activity changes depending on the number of likes that you get, which is scary if you have daughters like we all do, right, or sons. Um, they did a couple studies for you. One was mentioned in Forbes, and it was a UPenn study. There were 143 undergraduate students. They studied their social media for one week, and then they had part of the group reduce their social media for three weeks, and I think it was 10 minutes on each platform, no more than that. And at the end of the three weeks, those who had reduced their social media presence uh, were less depressed, and they didn't feel as bad about themselves. Mm -hmm. So I think that should be a note to everyone that we should be reducing our social media. Amanda talked about the depression, the low self-esteem. Body image is a huge thing on social media. It really impacts particularly teenage girls who are so susceptible anyway. They have been since we were young. Um, and then there's a 2018 study, and it found that college-age women who took and posted selfies actually reported that they were in worse moods and they felt less attractive. So, I mean, that should be every reason not to post a selfie, right? Because you, then you, I guess it's a comparison. And we were talking about how it translates everywhere. So it's not just in your personal life, it's now at work too. Yeah. You know, you see people posting, and it's in every room. It's not just like in the boardroom or something. It's in the bathroom that people are posting selfies. Like, is nothing sacred anymore? Just let some things be for yourself. Yeah, look and at me, I'm in the bathroom. Yeah, okay. good lighting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, not, it's not sacred and it's yeah. not very attractive it's either. Yeah. Isn't that no matter how good the lighting. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. right. So Janine, influencers on social media have large sway over uh, our opinions. And they have millions of followers who, who lean on everything that they say, follow all of their recommendations, their advice, their suggestions. 
it's big business, isn't it? It's big business. It's also about branding yourself, right? So before, a celebrity had film and television as mediums to go out and, um, you know, become the star. Here, everybody could do it on their phone. They could do it from their house. They could do it from their room um, because a lot of people are on social media. They're online. They're, they're, they're streaming stuff. So you could see it. Um, celebrities make a ton of money doing this, right? Uh, they want like corporations or companies selling a product may want to hire a celebrity and pay them a, one of, a lot of money to go and, and, and promote their, their items. So, uh, you know, Kylie Jenner's and the Selena Gomez and the Kim Kardashians are making millions of dollars on this. And so, um, and so a lot of people say I could brand myself like this, but not only that, but like uh, HR, human resources, a job recruiter that I spoke to says, we check. If you if you give me a resume and I'm going to hand it over to, uh, you know, uh, uh, somebody who's going to interview you, we look at your social media. Mm -hmm. So the, the image and the likeness and the branding that you're putting out there, the messaging is very important. And so I think that people um, want to put their best selves out there for many reasons. Um, according to ZipRecruiter, uh, the average annual pay for a social media influencer in the United States um, is $57,000 a year. Wow. So you can make about $1,000 a week uh, just posting about things. So, so it has become a career for some people, especially uh, the younger generation. The younger generation, my, I know that my kids talk about this teenager, she was a teenager at the time when she started, Charlie D'Amelio, who makes $17,000 a year. Do we take TikTok million, dances? Millions, million, 17 million. Million, sorry, yeah, yeah. Um, sorry million <laughs> a year. <laughs> 17.5 million a year doing TikTok dances. I mean, she's just, and people are following her and they're watching what she wears and now she could promote other things because she, she drew in so many followers that now she could promote other things, wow. right? So they want I've her also to, heard her talk though about the pressure, you know, like is that the mental a, health aspect? It's hard work. Yeah, right? she's to talked maintain, about yeah. it. Yeah, to maintain so, your status as a yeah. you know, hot social media Because people influencer. come after you, they attack you, how you look, so that's mm. not... So you're making 17 million, but how's your mental health? Mm. And you know what, on top of everything else, you, you mentioned HR, there are um, a, a lot of jobs require that you have a social media presence. Right. Mm -hmm. they, they, you know, not only do they check to see what you're posting, they want to see how many people are following you because then that translates to you know, better business mm -hmm. on their end. And speaking, speaking of business, <laughs> where's all this money coming from? If this, <laughs> if this young woman's making $17 million just for dancing on TikTok, Who's paying this? Well, the top uh, verticals or categories of business that all target the same types of clients are fashion and beauty, followed by gaming, then mm -hmm. travel and lifestyle. Oh, wow. There's a small growth in sports um, marketing that's targeting influencers and putting money towards getting influencers to um, promote whatever in sports. But there's a decrease in finance companies that are using their marketing dollars towards finding influencers to promote their stuff. What's interesting though, you, you just mentioned how, you know, on the job application, it's a, become a factor. Uh, Joe Gallizzi, who's the co-founder of Viral Nation, a major content making hub, has predicted that one, social influence is going to be the new bachelor's degree in the future. Oh, my I believe He's that. also yeah. predicted that the every term- Every company in, needs it. Yeah, every yeah. company does need it. He's predicted that every company will have a, a portion of their budget directed towards influencer marketing. And he also sees an, another trend coming, which is live streaming to promote products and services because it's a $300 billion a year business in China alone. And North America is just starting mm -hmm. to push into this. So this was his prediction from last year. But let's take a look at how much money has grown in terms of spending um, towards influencer marketing. In 2016, when Influencer um, Marketing Hub, which I got these numbers from, started, uh, they have been surveying thousands of product managers and marketing agencies and PR firms, as well as brand representatives. And in 2016, 1.7 billion 
was spent um, on influencers. In 2022, that had grown to 16.4 billion, and this year the prediction is that it's going to grow another 30% to 21.1 billion, which actually translates when you take into account how much marketing dollars is being sent that way, and how many how much money influencers can make because they can make anywhere from 50,000 plus a year to 25, 30 million dollars a year. Wow. We're looking at trillions of dollars in the industry, and it's gone to the point where it's. Um, I mean, you were talking about the study of how you know the 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 hit in the brain happens when you see how many likes. It reminded me of something I learned back in high school. When um, in social studies class, we learned that when a person hears their own name said, it, it causes a hit. It's mm -hmm. a positive hit in the brain of the person who's hearing their name said. So when you meet people for the first time, you should say their name a number of times, you know, just to like make that connection. It strikes me that influencers are kind of doing the same thing because it's in your hand all the time. You get the notice, the badge that says, oh, here's mm -hmm. something else that this person has posted. You don't have to make an appointment to sit down and watch the commercial on TV like we did when we were growing up. Now it's like, it makes sense that marketers are spending so much money this way because they've got tiny little advertisements and niche markets that they can hit. And also, I mean, Charlie D'Amelio is considered a, a supernova by some in terms of her megastardom uh, as an influencer. But now the trend is turning towards nano and micro influencers, people who have only 1,000 to 100,000 followers, like anywhere in that range. They're cheaper for marketers to pay, like just $100 a post as opposed to 10,000 a post. Mm -hmm. uh, and they can help marketers target certain like micro segments of the population with their product and service by going after the nano and micro influencers to promote those well, products and just services. think about how like we as consumers like i follow some people and i if i see something that I, specifically for certain content right like mm -hmm. and i have purchased things at the suggestion of the person who's influencing me mm -hmm. right and so i'm not like a crazy you know i don't i'm not like spending crazy money on it but like i've definitely i just bought a new pair of sneakers that i was that were suggested for me by, <laughs> by you know so there there's a more yeah. like and it, it makes it e in a lot of ways it's easier right just as a consumer because you see something i that i wouldn't have the time or the wherewithal to go search out i see it on this person i'm like that's nice it's easy whatever and i'm sure she made money off of it yeah it's those damn cookies too yeah. right <laughs> <laughs> they can figure out what your tastes are. Well, I have to say I, I purchased something, too, um, based on somebody reaching out to me thinking that I might like it. And I did like it, at least how it looked. And then it was like a bait and switch because what I ended up with was horrible. It was mm. a cheap nothing, you know. So, I mean, you got to be aware. you got to know your that. influencer, Roma. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe I should be an influencer myself and <laughs> you know, me, let me start making the money instead of paying it. But it's not going back. No, it's not. No, it's, not. Back, it's right? not. So it's getting worse. To, to try to like avoid it is yeah. My niece in college, social media, I don't know if it's her major or her minor. I mean, she's been doing social media for the Clio brand for years. Like I said, you could probably teach the course, but that's that's what she's studying in school. So it's a, it's a thing. I don't know. The trend in smoking has reversed. Like, I don't think social media is going back. Oh, well, it's I, so don't, I don't know. There's, there was one influencer marketing hub survey that I saw that showed that 2021, when things started opening up again after the pandemic around the world, yeah. that was when the biggest spike in marketing dollars to mm -hmm. influencers happened. And then it started to go down last year. And it's kind of plateaued at the start of this year. Mm. Now, the economic outlook for the entire world with inflation and whatnot may have something to do with that. But I think there is like an ebb and flow to this. You're right. It's yeah. probably not going to reverse completely. But when I think about how smoking trends have completely gone the other way, and now we've got generations who know, like, that's just not a cool thing to do anymore. I, I mean, that's that gives me some mm. hope that people will start to take yeah. 
this with some measure. All, you all know, the executives like, from Apple and wherever that w won't give their kids phones because yeah. they know the impact. They know how it affects your brain activity. How I mean, addictive that, it but is. But we've like heard that, tobacco. and we still use social media. Yeah. So, well, but I mean, on the other hand, smoking can kill you, and 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 I have to be honest, maybe. Maybe social media can kill you too, or well, at least mental health. Mental health yeah. drive you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We we talked about that yeah. and suicides. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's really sad. Yeah. So you know, yeah. I I kind of wish we went in that direction, but I I don't see it happening. I almost feel it's a conspiracy to make us feel inadequate, so that we have to keep keep buying. our eye on these things, the, buying, purchasing these things, just to make us feel happier. And you know what it is when you buy something that you think is good. That that's when the Synapses in yep. the, yeah, and the brain start going off, and you feel good about yourself. And I think that's what keeps us going, unfortunately. I, and I don't know any any other way to, to mm. counteract that. I think that one study where you limit is probably very good because if it shows that they all had the same, you know, they were less depressed. They, you know, they're just more out in the world and being part of the world because now people are just looking at their phones all the mm. time. Like, yeah, but tell that to the kids because they, they're not <laughs> they're not listening, and they like those likes, don't they? Mm -hmm. um, all right, well, this was a great conversation. Uh, we, we could go on and on and on, but let, let, me, let me finish with a quote, and it comes from Bill Murray, and it's, it's a good one. He said, social media trains us to compare our lives instead of appreciating everything we are. No wonder why everyone is always depressed. <laughs> Bingo, right? All right, that was a, it was a good, good talk. Uh, thanks for joining us. Thanks for listening, folks, and thanks for watching, those of you who are watching, and uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks for tuning in to The Five of Us. We want to hear from you with any questions, ideas, or suggestions for future discussions. Just write to us at the email you see here, and we will be eager to help. Talk to you next time.